Episode one, it's here. As many tech obstacles as I had to navigate, as many foundational and business plan changes that I had to make to get here, Evolving Parent is clearly, truly meant to be. Let's do this thing. To start the show off with an obscure movie quote, quote, scientists are saying the future is going to be far more futuristic than they originally predicted, unquote. As the future becomes the present, the skeletons of past predictions lie all around us. But this is a show designed to help us parents prepare our children for the future they will inherit. Now, allow me to give you a little background on myself and some insight as to why I think this show is necessary. I've been married to my beautiful wife, Jen, for over 13 years now, and we have two kiddos, a girl and a boy, eight and six respectively, and uh, I love being a dad. Uh, I've jokingly referred to myself as a modern-day Forrest Gump. However, uh, Jen hates being called Jen A, and uh, like Forrest Gump, I enlisted in the military Uh, Instead of joining the Army during Vietnam, though, I enlisted in the Marine Corps after 9-11, which happened during my second week of college. In an amazing twist that I'll save for another time, I signed up for counterintelligence, went to boot camp as an infantryman, and left boot camp as a public affairs specialist. Um, Any Marine, and I imagine any service member in general, is probably in a state of disbelief right now, but I assure you it's true I'm not starting out the show with a uh, big web of deception. Uh, After an enlistment that included some time in Iraq, I went back to school on my GI Bill, played some football for a couple minutes while before getting a job offer I couldn't reasonably turn down. In 2013, I left that job that I couldn't turn down. (laughs) and uh, I'd been there for five and a half years. I'd been a contractor for a neutral third party that oversaw the uh, testing of tech products from numerous companies who were trying to win gigantic contracts. I got to see a lot of cool things, and I got to see a trend of where things were heading. But for years, I'd been wanting to go out and start my own thing. So in 2013, we packed up the family, moved across the country from Arizona to Michigan, and started Epic Nation. And Epic, E-P-O-C-H, is the beginning of a new period of time. Epic Nation was purely a spiritual organization, and uh, by most metrics, it failed. Uh, Some good was done, but it never really caught any sustained momentum, uh, mainly because of myself. The good was that we met great people. We learned a ton. Eventually, the Epic.org was created by a group of fantastic people who I love dearly. It was because because of the Epic that I found myself... Uh, moving the family back to the other side of the country again just over 11 months ago. I now reside in a place in the Pacific Northwest between the Columbia River Gorge and the Silicon Forest, and I had the opportunity to help coach, uh, coach pitch baseball, coach pitch softball, and flag football this year. Meanwhile, the Epic has gone through 
numerous refinements. It looks little like what it originally began as. However, there still remains a focus on great communicators with great messages and great content. One of my roles at the Epic had me searching out these communicators, finding their best messages, summarizing them, and helping others do the same. I continued to learn a ton. Now, I'd been focused on tech one way or another for a long, long time. I have been having a blast with it. Uh, one of the, the communicators I've enjoyed listening to is Ray Kurzweil. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with him, he's a prolific inventor. Forbes magazine called him the ultimate thinking machine. Uh, he has uh, 21 more honorary doctorates than I do. Uh, he has a three-decade uh, track record of predicting the future with 86% success. And he's the director of engineering at Google. He talked about computers achieving human levels of performance in any area that humans can now perform by the year 2029. That statement made me stop what I was doing. What did he just say? I think the reason it hit me so hard is that I have two great kids. If my daughter continues down uh, her current path, she'll graduate in 2028. My six-year-old son would graduate in 2030. This guy, who's basically a technological Nostradamus, is saying that around the time when my kids graduate high school, computers are going to be able to achieve human-level performance in any area that my kids can perform. What are the impacts of that? What does that look like? I began searching for materials specifically related to raising my kids for that world. I found one book that kind of hit on the topic from a different angle. So I bought it and I kept searching and I've been able to pull bits and pieces from authors here and there. I've been trying to put it all together and make sense of it in a way that gives me actionable pieces of information. And uh, I've continued to monitor technological news developments. Uh, fun fact. Did you know that the University of Oxford has a Future of Humanity Institute? Here's a brief overview, and I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes. Quote, Academics at FHI bring the tools of mathematics, philosophy, social sciences, and the natural sciences to bear on big picture questions about humanity and its prospects. Our mission is to shed light on crucial considerations that might shape humanity's long-term future. We currently divide our work into four focus areas, macro strategy, AI safety, governance of AI program, and biotechnology. To clarify the macro strategy bit, quote, a key aspect to this is the study of existential risks, events that endanger the survival of Earth-originating intelligent life or that threaten to drastically and permanently destroy our potential for realizing a valuable future. Our focus within this area lies in the impact of future technology capabilities and impacts, including the possibility and impact of artificial general intelligence or superintelligence. I don't know if you were keeping track there, but some pretty smart people in a number of respected places think artificial intelligence is going to play a pretty darn big role going forward. Uh, not to preach fear about it, 
but our children are becoming adults and walking face first straight into that world. So I've been combing the interwebs, looking for morsels to satiate my hunger on the topic. I've found books that help a number of speakers with messages that help, techniques that can help, skills and traits that should be focused on and developed. And now it's time to share with people who are ready to listen. So if you've made it, or since you've made it to this point, that just might be you. That just might be you. Thank you. Now the name of the show is Evolving Parent. So while I continue to dig for things that you can do with your kids to help prepare them for the future, this show is just as much, if not more, for you. Once we've hit our stride in life, once we've found a groove, it's really easy to settle in and get comfortable. It's easy to stop evolving, stop growing. Yet so much of parenting revolves around what kind of life we live and model for our kids. I recently saw a meme where a grown child was talking about how they got a certain negative trait from their mom and another from their dad. And now both mom and dad are irritated at their child for becoming just like them. Fortunately, while it might seem like our kids choose to listen and pay attention and learn from us at the worst times, all the good things they witness us do continue to build up and get recorded in their brains as well. Let me be the first to acknowledge that I've jacked up the parenting process more than just a time or two, but I refuse to settle and say, that's just the way I am. It's not that I don't like my current self. It's that I don't consider myself a finished product, that there's a greater version of me that is yet to come, and it's not coming by me doing nothing or even by doing the same things I've always done. We have, we all have the ability to choose who we are going to be and how we are going to do things. It does require turning off the unconscious autopilot programs that we have uh, running in the back of our mind. And I can't wait to share all the amazingly simple things we can do that provide very real life-changing results. If we want to produce kids who can adapt to an ever-changing world, unless you think someone else is going to teach them how we need to be able to adapt and we need to be able to model it and show our kids what it looks like. We can wait for something bad to happen for the required amount of pain that causes us to raise our game or when faced with information that reveals a gigantic shift to be on the horizon, we can begin taking steps that create a beautiful future. We need to be able to evolve voluntarily. One of the changes that we've recently made at our house is in addition to how we use our time on our way to school in the morning. I've made it a point to wake up our voices on the way to school, just doing basic vocal exercises to help us all speak more clearly and understandably. In case you didn't grow up around me, I grew up with a pretty solid mumble and other enunciation issues. Even in high school, we would still joke about me bringing the play into the football huddle uh, like this. Shlaba, laba, shlaba, ah, one. Followed by, Rainy, take your mouth guard out, which would be followed by, Shlaba, laba, shlaba, on one. <laughs> it wasn't until I was attending a school called the Defense Information School, where toward the end of my journalism coursework, 
I auditioned for broadcasting. I knew uh, it was a long shot. The shot was tiny, but I tried so hard and I got in. Uh, The first month of that school was basically speech therapy. I was forced to listen to my voice, kind of like I am for the show. But anyway, I don't want my kids to spend their childhood developing bad habits that they have to consciously break decades later. I remind them that uh, what they have to say is important, that words are important. Along with those exercises, I would ask them to tell me what kind of day that they wanted to have, often having to dig a little to get them to elaborate and really visualize the day that they wanted to have. We always try to frame things in the positive with this. So talking about things that we don't want to happen is out of the picture. By giving them time to create that imagery, I open up opportunities for them to see the path that leads them to the result that they desire. They begin to see their responsibility in creating their day and ultimately their life. After recently listening to a a webinar from Vishen Lakhiani, I came away with some simple wording that really facilitates that process. Try this simple question. Wouldn't it be nice if? Before my son took over the ownership of that game, I used to start off and, and lead by example. Wouldn't it be nice if when I got home, I would get down to work right away and, ha- and it would be really productive? Wouldn't it be nice if I had a great workout? Wouldn't it be nice if I was able to figure out this problem or communicate something to someone? Wouldn't it be nice is a way for us to shift our focus and put our minds to work on the things that we want. We can mentally create our day from beginning to end and in doing so, implant some goals in our subconscious. Now, doing something as simple as this frees our minds to chart a course for the future instead of being directed by our memories from the past. And right now, you know, we live in a marvelous time to be alive. Ingenuity, the human spirit, have brought poverty, hunger, and violence to all-time lows. Modern convenience is at an all-time high. Yet some of the, the largest challenges humanity has ever faced are at our doorstep, and times are changing faster than ever. I invite you to join me, to stay here in Wonderland, and we see how far down the parenting rabbit hole we can go. My goal with this show is to share stories, ways to instill intangible traits, exercises like the Wouldn't It Be Nice game, related book summaries, interviews with experts in their field, and technological news roundups, and, uh, and make a living doing it. How you interpret that information, what you do with it, that's up to you. Now, if I can get a, an episode out on a weekly basis, I'll be happy about that. If there's demand for more, I'll work to meet that demand. Uh, I've done unpaid un- nonprofit work for years. I'm not going to do that to my family anymore. Um, but we're raising the future. Let's be parents. Let's be the parents we wanted to be. Let's prepare our kids not to be spectators who are subject to the world, but to be adults who walk confidently into the world to lead it. If something I've said today resonates with you, one of the best things you can do is think it over and make some kind of actionable commitment to do something about it. Luke Tigard uh, graciously provided the intro music to start the show and the music I'll play to end the show. It's a song called Lake in the Woods. 
You can find him on iTunes, and I've got a link to his music on the website, evolvingparent.com. Feel free to take those few minutes and reflect about the type of parent you've wanted to be, the type of parent you currently are. And without condemning yourself, think about what you are willing to do to make those two images match each other. Now, the next two episodes are quite different from this one. So keep that in mind. And as I close out this first episode, I want to read a short piece by a poet named uh, Charles Bukowski. It really kind of sums up the heart of the show here. Invent yourself and then reinvent yourself. Don't swim in the same slough. Invent yourself and then reinvent yourself and stay out of the clutches of mediocrity. Invent yourself and then reinvent yourself. Change your tone and shape so often that they can never categorize you. Reinvigorate yourself and accept what is, but only on the terms that you have invented and reinvented. Be self-taught and reinvent your life because you must. It is your life and its history and the present belong only to you.